The latest generation of our legendary winter tire makes its debut. The Dayton factory earns prestigious recognition for its sustainability and two engaging but very different interviews connect you with the leading dealer in the Northeast and one of the leading automotive podcasts in the world. That's next on the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. Whether you're a driver who loves a good journey or a dealer selling tires, the road to success features a lot of the same stops. To make our journeys beautiful, we need premium, safe products that provide peace of mind in all conditions. And just like on the highway, it's a shared experience. At Nokian Tires, we provide those products with a side of passion. This podcast aims to showcase that shared passion among anyone who cares about the road ahead. Welcome to the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the October edition of the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. I'm Nokian Tires Senior Communications and Content Manager, Wes Bowling. Let's go ahead and turn the ignition on a busy episode today. A fall chill has swept across most of the country, including down here in Tennessee. And some of you at this point have even seen your first snowfall. It is hard to believe fourth quarter is already here. And with it, for us and for many of you, the important winter selling season. Today, we'll tell you how we're reaching consumers with our winter messaging and trying to drive them to your shops. We'll remind you about a couple of key features of the new Nokian Hakka Pleated 10. And we'll bring you some news from our North American factory, which continues to earn recognition for its eco-friendly practices. Then we're pleased to enjoy two conversations today, our first ever episode with two interviews. The first is with Jason Williams. He's the chief strategy officer at Jack Williams Tire, a company that sold tires since before we invented the winter tire. They were founded back in 1929. No, I didn't know that was possible either, but somehow they've been selling longer than the Hakapletas have existed. And that Pennsylvania company is a longtime partner of Nokian Tires, although not all the way back to 1929. Uh, Jason has some strong praise for that relationship and some insight into the conversations he has about us with drivers, about all-weather tires, about winter tires, and about Nokian tires in general. It's going to be a really good interview you're going to enjoy. And then we'll travel from the Northeast to the deserts of Utah. Overcrest is one of the most popular automotive podcasts in the country. Many of you may already listen to it. We recently partnered with Overcrest on a rally through Monument Valley. A bunch of people took everything from Porsches to all-terrain vehicles on the gravel desert roads of southern Utah. What was that experience like? We chatted with them about it, and we got their thoughts about Nokian tires. So it's a packed show. Let's go ahead and get it started with Tread Trends. Well, winter is almost upon us, which means that sales of the Nokian Hakka Polita 10 are officially underway in many of your shops, and in others, sales will be underway soon. We are really excited about what the Nokian Hakka Polita 10 is going to bring to your drivers. It is the latest generation of safety from the inventor of the winter tire, and the studded Nokian Hakka Polita 10, 10 SUV, and 10 EV, yes, 10 electric vehicle, more on that in a minute, is tailored to provide really ultimate winter safety uh, above and beyond any product we have ever made. How does it do that? Well, first off, there's innovative stud placement with the Hawk Pleated 10 through new technology that we've implemented at our global factories. And it makes that double stud technology more effective than ever before based on the placement of those studs in the tires. And it leads to elite stability and handling as a result. And of course, all the braking and acceleration needs that drivers have on ice and snow as well. 
And that stability and handling also comes from heavy siping. There's a new tread pattern design in this tire to make it as effective as ever, more effective than ever on winter roads. And then finally, for the first time, we've introduced a version specifically for electric vehicles. So it's going to provide that stronger range. It's going to offer low rolling resistance and it's going to be able to handle the heavier loads that, that EVs provide. Uh, electric vehicles, obviously, at an emerging market. We know that many of you are working hard to meet those EV and hybrid consumers where they are. And a product specifically for electric vehicles is, is surely a great piece of ammo to have as you're having those conversations uh, in winter months. Uh, we believe that the, many of our tires are built to thrive under electric vehicles, and we design them with EVs in mind when it comes to that low rolling resistance and that sturdy structure that's going to handle heavier vehicles. But the Hawkabita 10 EV, our first ever tire specifically for electric vehicles, and we really think it's going to be a rewarding tire for you to have in your arsenal. Well, speaking of winter, we're encouraging our drivers to share their winter adventures and tell us why they are born for winter. Between now and December, drivers have an opportunity to follow us on social media at Nokian Tires NA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and give us examples of why they are born for winter, as we are, of course, as the inventor of the winter tire. Select entries will receive a free set of tires. So be sure you mention this to your drivers as they come in for tune-ups, as they come in to buy tires, that if they're able to, to share those born for winter ideas with us, the, the stories of their winter adventures, they can post them to our feed. They can send direct messages with pictures and examples of why they love winter. Well, we love winter too. We want to reward select consumers uh, as a result. Nokia Tires Dayton Factory has received the highest honor in the state of Tennessee with regard to sustainability. Nokian Tires was awarded the Tennessee Governor's Environmental Stewardship Award for sustainable performance at a ceremony in early October. As I mentioned, it's the most elite sustainability award in the volunteer state, and it comes because of several eco-friendly aspects of the Dayton factory. First and foremost, we have received LEED version 4 silver certification at the production building, the only tire factory in the world to have received that honor. And LEED version 4 silver is equivalent to platinum level in previous versions of LEED. So really, really massive honor for the Dayton factory. It is partially powered by solar energy. And in fact, the LEED version 4 gold administration building is fully powered by solar panels in the parking lot. And it is a zero waste to landfill facilities. We are recycling or reusing all of the waste at our factory. We're honored by the recognition we received from the state of Tennessee. And in fact, we were the first ever company in Ray County, Tennessee, where the factory is located, to receive a Governor's Environmental Stewardship Award. It's the latest step on our quest to keep drivers safe, but to do so in a way that also protects the planet and truly leads a journey to a safer world. Well, let's get into our couple of interviews today. Two really awesome conversations that go deep into first the tire world and then broader into the automotive uh, spectrum with Overcrest. But first, we talked with Jason Williams. He's the chief strategy officer of Jack Williams Tire. And we wanted to find out from him how he approaches winter. He's in Northeast Pennsylvania, which is an interesting place because for some, it's a winter tire market. For others, it's trying to upgrade from all season into that all weather space. And Jason talks about all of that and the conversations he is having with his customers on a regular basis. Enjoy our chat with Jason Williams. Well, ever since Jack Williams Sr. founded Jack Williams Tire in 1929, their goal has been to make tire shopping convenient for their customers. And throughout the years, they've continuously upgraded their shops and services to perfect tire service and fulfill their customers' needs. Today, they have 39 retail locations at 11 warehouses 
in Northeastern and Central Pennsylvania. And today we are joined by Jack Williams, Chief Strategy Officer, Jason Williams. Jason, thanks for hanging out with us today. I'm glad to be here. This is very exciting. I shamelessly read straight from your website about your history and your mission. But before we talk about tires, tell us a little more about Jack Williams Tire and what believe what you believe sets you apart. I mean, you don't last since 1929 without doing something special. What is it for you guys? Yeah, no, that's for sure. So, yeah, we're uh, based out of Pennsylvania, third generation family business. Uh, my grandfather, uh, Jack Williams, founded it in 1929. Um, and really, I mean, from the from the get go, and uh, through uh, my, my generation as well as uh, really what my dad uh, sort of ingrained in everybody is just uh, treating the customer right, great customer service, and we've always had a customer first focus as well as really our biggest, um, I guess, philosophy that we go under is doing things the right way. So we call it the, the Williams way is doing things the right way, and that's really how we go to, to market uh, with all of our customers, all of our employees. And I think that's really built our reputation over the years. How has the Williams way played a role in keeping customer loyalty during a challenging economic time as, as 2020 and, and how has business been heading, heading into now the, the latter part of 2021? Um, yeah. Uh, again, it's just, uh, just kind of keeping our, our head down and just, showing up every day and taking care of people and uh, taking care of our, our team members, uh, especially through the pandemic, as well as our, as our customers. I mean, I think it really, for everybody in the automotive industry, brought to light uh, the new term essential business, but I mean, we really are. And I think that's a good purpose uh, for everybody working in the industry to get behind because we are essential. The government <laughs> recognized it that way. And uh, we did keep a lot of people moving and uh, keeping people safe so they could uh, get to work and uh, the, the things that they needed to do. So um, yeah, we, we figured out, okay, um, again, a couple challenging months, but uh, so far this year, we're right on track. We're having a really uh, solid, solid year. And uh, I mean, today really kicks off the, the winter season for us. So fourth <laughs> quarter is, is game, game time here in Pennsylvania. So we're excited and uh, we're very, uh, very optimistic for uh, what the fourth quarter is going to be this year. I'm interested to hear what that winter season looks like for you guys from a product standpoint, being based in Northeast Pennsylvania, where you receive a fair amount of, of winter weather, I'm sure. Do you have a lot of people who go for the dedicated winter tires or is it more of an all weather market? because winter visits or maybe people visit winter, but they don't want to, to switch their tires out twice a year. It, it's a mix. I mean, we've seen more and more going to all, uh, all weather. And I mean, with, we've been with Nokian for such a long time that we've been singing the, the all weather uh, game for a long time. So we have a lot of loyal customers that, that believe in all weather tires. And uh, we have different regions in Pennsylvania. So up north where we're based in Scranton, there's more mountains and we'll see more people going to a studded tire or a pure winter tire. And the further south down towards like Philadelphia area, um, it's definitely more, more all season, like they used to call an aggressive all season, but we're, we're trying to transition those customers to all weather now. Uh, we have found a challenge educating consumers about the difference between all season and all weather. They sound so similar. Both are meant for year-round use, or at least one of them is actually suitable for year-round use in your location, and all season is not necessarily. Um, how have you found success educating your consumers about that? And then this, the second part of that question is, 
when they come back to you for that second set of all weather tires, what do they say about the difference that they're seeing in that year round performance? Um, I mean, I think some of it is, uh, is the convenience, but I mean, there's still a lot of uh, challenging drives and commutes, uh, during the winter months. So in this, in this area, for sure. So the, the all weather, um, like I said, we've been, I mean, since the original WR, we've been talking about all weather tires and, uh, and, uh, and Nokian and, um, the, the all weather segment, I mean, it's, it's one of the segments that I, I am, uh, I guess I like the most just because it is a unique tire. And when you explain it to the customer, they're, they're a pure believer. And then there's no more really discussing, mileage warranties or anything like that. It's just like this tire performs and I just want another set. So I, I would, I don't, we don't track it, but just from firsthand experience, majority of the people that buy an all weather tire that they, they, they basically commit to it and then want them on all their vehicles or friends vehicles. So it's a, it's really been um, a nice product for us. And I think it's kind of a different conversation among tire buyers that are out there. And as the inventor of the all-weather tire, that's obviously uh, great for us to hear. Um, I'm wondering about your experience then with, with Nokian tires as a part of your larger product mix. Um, what is it that helps you tell the Nokian tire story and, and help us stand out from, uh, from the competitors that you sell? Um, yeah, there, there's so much, um, I guess, history with Nokian and so much innovation over the years. And uh, even uh, within our company, uh, different people have been able to experience uh, the, the different Nokian experiences from all the way going to the Evolo and some of the other events uh, in Vermont and New York and uh, Colorado. So, so the, the experience part, uh, I'm always a big believer that the, the, the people selling tires, if they really get to experience the difference or, or the handling, that they really become loyal advocates of that brand. Um, but yeah, no, no Kian, um, since, I mean, since I was very little, no Kian, every year we, we would have, uh, the whole crew from no Kian coming in this time of year doing, uh, product seminars for our, our retail sales associates, as well as our, uh, wholesale customers. And I really think that's what, uh, helped really bring the, the Nokian brand and, and made it the dominant winter tire in, in everybody's mind, just the, through the educational parts and the experience. Um, and again, just all the different things that Nokian has accomplished and uh, innovated on over the years. It's, there's just so many things to talk to customers about. And it's just, uh, when you compare it to other brands, there's, everybody has their talking points and like Nokian, it's, I mean, you can almost tailor it to the customer, what thing, what, what different parts of Nokian could uh, um, really get that customer excited about the product. Awesome. What gets you most excited? All weather, winter, the chance of another Evolo trip? Yeah, all above. I, I, <laughs> I have my uh, name in the ring for uh, hopefully a Spain trip soon. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's the thing we keep coming back to, too, in our discussion. First of all, a lot of people want to go to Evolo in Spain, and uh, I'm trying to get on that list, too. Um, but, but dealers who aren't just interested in our brand and don't just consider us a, a growth partner, but who really believe in us and who are evangelists for us. Would you call yourself a Nokian Tires evangelist? Would you go, would you go that far? And if so, um, you know, how do you seek to translate that, that excitement, that loyalty to the customer when they walk in the door? 
it's funny, like when I guess when we talk about like what tires are on your car or what tires you recommend to your family and friends, or like when friends ask me, like, all right, what's the inside scoop of the tire business? What tires? And so Nokia and always comes up, and I I always explain it as, um, I I've been sharing this with a lot of our newer associates now. It's like, well, if when you talk about Nokia and that they're like the Apple of tires, like it's the it's the cool niche brand that they, they're purposeful, they perform, and they're just very unique, but then they're created, it's a brand of passionate people who build product that, that really perform for a reason. It's just not to look cool or whatever. There, there's really, there's a lot into, into the tire that makes it unique. It's just such a unique brand. And once you're like in the know, you, you become very loyal to it because the products are purposefully designed and the, the people that do it are passionate and they're, they're really trying to bring a better, I guess, a greater purpose to the tires on, on how they're designed and how they perform and, and all the different innovations uh, that you guys have done over time. So, uh, yeah, it usually turns into a long conversation. It's almost like, hey, don't ask, don't ask Jason what type of tires he wants because I, I go on <laughs> about the Nokian product. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and ever since I was really young selling tires in our stores, I mean, it. I feel like once you sell somebody into Nokian, it's like they're in the know now. And so it's like, oh yeah, I know about this. Only the, the, the cool tire that the tire dealers know about, <laughs> I'm now in that niche uh, of people that know about it. So so yeah, so we're, we're very passionate about it. I, I've always uh, been a true believer uh, in, in, in any product that, that could... Um, that, that I guess sort of checks all the boxes from from what you want out of a brand. One thing I'm hearing from you as you know part of a multi-generation family business is that it's not just about profit margin and growth, although those things are vitally important, but it's about you know the, the credibility that comes with your family name and recommending tires are going to keep your customers safe. Um, how much pride does it give you when somebody comes back, you know, and talks to you about their set of Nokia tires and they're pleased with the experience and, and you know, they're thankful to you for your recommendation and, and the credibility it gives you to recommend something that is uh, going to keep them safe in, in some tough conditions. Yeah. I mean, for, for, for a true tire uh, family here, whenever somebody actually talks about a tire, it's a good thing because I think tires do get lost. A lot of people don't appreciate what it, the job of the tire <laughs> in their safety and performance of their vehicle. So, so yeah, when, when someone actually brings up a tire and, and gives you feedback on it, it, it's, it, it is a great thing. And I would say out of, out of all, a lot of the different brands and tires that, that I've sold over the years, I, I would say Nokian uh, hands down is the one that someone will actually go out of their way and talk to you about. Even in our customer, customer reviews, uh, very rarely someone actually brings up the brand of the tire, but <laughs> I feel like when someone goes into a Nokia and they actually comment in our comments even. So yeah, so it's great to hear. And uh, and again, it's it's not that we're selling somebody into something and and we're uh, holding our breath if they're gonna perform or not. It's I think it's the confidence of the salesperson too. It's like, we know that it's gonna do its job. And uh, and that's key. I mean, we, we have, a, have, a, have a friend that we put a set of, um, Actually, they were the the uh, the, the Rotiva ATs, and just hey, I, I'm going a dirt road every once in a while when I go fishing. I just want something that's going to hold up. And like every time I see him, he just swears by them. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I've never had a tire this great before. It does exactly what I told you. Like I could drive on the highway all day, but then when I want to go off road, it, it it performs. So so yeah, it's just it's great when you could uh, 
like, like to get somebody uh, to give you feedback and actually want to talk about tires if you're not in the tire business. <laughs> The tire brand people actually want to talk about. That's that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it makes yeah. us proud to hear that. Uh, what does winter season look like for you all? You mentioned a good number of, of all weather sales. In terms of the winter tires themselves, a lot of non-studded up there, or do you sell studded tires as well? Um, non-studded. I mean, the, the studded, um, we've seen some increase in studded, uh, especially in your product lines. Um, I mean, I, I think like like a lot of other things if you could talk to a customer there's a lot of people that the first thing they say oh i don't want to start tire it's gonna be too loud so so if you could start telling the nokian story and some of the innovations about uh studded nokian tires which i actually have uh on my wife's vehicle um i mean i always say well if if you're gonna invest in winter and actually uh I believe uh, some of the people from Nokia and actually convinced me because I, I kind of kinda had the same uh, worries about putting a studded tire on. And uh, they're like, hey, well, if, if you're, if you're going to invest in winter tires, you might as well we'll do the best. Like you're buying this for a reason. So why don't you put the, 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 the check all the boxes with, with, with the best tire out there. And that's really how we sell them to customers. Um, and again, it's just like, well, if you want to, if you want to get a winter tire just for a little extra um, security and safety and confidence, that's fine. But if, if you're going to spend the money, you might as well go all in. So I, I've seen now, especially with some of the newer technologies in the Nokia product, more, more people more willing to go into the, the studded option. So with that in mind, um, are you excited about the Nokian Hot Completed 10 and what reception have you seen so far? As I know you're probably just starting to tiptoe into that, that time of the year, but probably doing some ordering in advance to stock up uh, on that tire. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, I mean, it, I think just over the years, we've built such sort of, like I said, kind of like a niche falling of Nokian fans. <laughs> so people that, that drive their cars hard and want them to perform the way they should. Uh, they're always wanting the latest and greatest product out there. And I mean, I think that, again, just with the the, the storied uh, history of Nokia and, and your in, uh, innovations, I, I'm really excited about the um, the um, electric vehicle version of the 10. I think that's really exciting. I, I mean, I, I think that's that's going to definitely be a need, and it's great to see that that you guys are are leading that. Awesome. Um, what else do you want to say either about your business, your relationship with us, anything else you want to talk about? I, I just, um, Nokia's just been a great partner over the years. And, and again, just not from a tire product standpoint, just from a, a business to business standpoint and the relations we've created over the years. And, uh, and just the, the great thing I, I believe is that, that you're able to, the Nokia brand stands, could stand apart, um, not only from a tire product, but the way you guys do business as well. Uh, and that's really important. And we've always been very happy with the, the, rep the representation, the, the opportunities, the willingness to, to work with us, whether it's on a promotion or to get a product or to um, just help out in different scenarios. Uh, Nokian's always been there. And uh, again, I like uh, sort of where we started, uh, we, we feel kind of aligned with Nokian since we are, we, we feel that we're an innovative company as well. And sort of, you guys have continued to sort of reinvent and uh, sort of push the boundaries. We, we do the same as a company and as a brand. Uh, we've recently, uh, recently launched our own mobile tire business called Jack Mobile. And um, some of the other things that we do, we have our own equipment 
uh, line of business right now where we service equipment at other dealers as well as an off-road and performance brand uh, called Auto Addiction. So we're, we're always trying to stay on top of the industry and find the different sort of niches out there or sort of where the market's going as well and meet the customer's needs. Ambitious, passionate, customer-oriented. Those three things describe Nokian tires and they clearly also describe Jack Williams tire. Um, Jason, thank you so much for your time today. All right, thank you. Thanks to Jason for taking the time. As a member of the marketing team at Nokian Tires, of course, it especially warmed my heart to hear that that we are the brand that he nerds out about and wants on his vehicles and recommends to his friends and family. And we know that many of you feel the same way because your credibility ultimately is your currency. And you can have a customer come in once, you can upsell them to, to something that you know has good spiffs or that you know lo- looks good on paper. But if they're not pleased with the experience, they're likely not going to come back. And so we are passionate about creating products that can make you proud to sell. And that in several years when consumers are coming back, they want to request again. And Jason certainly is a great uh, testament to that approach and how it can be an effective way to grow his business. And it, of course, helps us grow in the process. All right, let's very much switch gears. And yes, that pun was very much intended to a drive through the desert that we sponsored in September with one of the most popular automotive podcasts that there is, and that is Overcrest. These guys, Jake and Chris, are in love with Nokia and tires and in love with new adventures, and we were able to blend the two through a very unique recent experience in the Utah desert. So we're going to ask them about that. We also want to get into what they think about Nokian tires. They both live in Minnesota, but they were in the deserts of Utah. And it's been a learning experience for them that we are much more than just the inventor of the winter tire, but that we have great all-season products as well. We get into all that in a really entertaining conversation with Jake and Chris that I think you're really going to enjoy. So I'll get out of the way now and let you listen to it. So normally we bring a tire dealer or a company expert into this space, but we also wanted to do something a little bit different this month and talk with a couple of guys we've been working with closely here recently, Chris Kluhl and Jake Solberg, who are on the Overcrest podcast. They are the hosts. They are the creators. It's a great automotive podcast that talks about all kinds of different experiences, especially geared toward gearheads, toward Porsche junkies, Porsche junkies, sorry guys. Um, And recently, they did something really cool with us in Utah, and I wanted to bring them on to talk about it. So, Chris, Jake, first of all, welcome and thanks for joining us. Thanks. I would like to say that I am a tire expert, uh, but basically at at using them up. I'm a a, a, uh, tire destroyer. You know what's funny is that I, I was thinking the other day when I bought a set of tires, I go, wow. All I ever do is buy the set of tires. I very, very rarely wear out a set of tires because I never keep any cars long oh, enough. Oh, true, right? Yeah, so You're I'm a always serial car flipper. Yes, which means I buy a lot of tires because I always just put a new set of tires on almost every car I buy because no one typically, other than me apparently buys a car, mm-hmm. puts brand new tires on it, and then sells it, unless you're a dealer, and then you're putting the hockey puck tires on there, whatever that <laughs> But nobody's, you know, people aren't going to go on Facebook Marketplace, sell a car, and be like, you know, I really need to put a set of brand new tires on this thing. Those things are bald. The tread is showing. <laughs> nothing left. You've learned this by experience. Many times. I've bought many, many cars to drive across the country and gotten screwed by bald tires over and over again. Nobody cares. They, It's just not something they do. They'll change the oil. 
They'll fix a squeaky belt, but they never put a nice set of tires on it before they sell it. They just don't. I don't know. So you're, I'm talking, you're talking to a, a group of tire dealers who, who would very much appreciate the business from people who, who think about that before they sell the, the cars. So well, I Chris think- will single-handedly keep them in business with all this. <laughs> you've, you've declared to me, you go, doesn't matter what it is, what year it is, any car I buy now, you're getting a set of tires in alignment before you hit the road. It's seriously, you, you have to. I've been screwed too many times. Like three times I've ended up with either stranded in a blizzard or with blown out tires on the side of the freeway in a monsoon. So it's it's in worth a bad it. alignment in Texas. Bad alignment, yeah, with that me. was with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's 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 you know, it's such an overlooked thing, and I know I'm kind of playing to the crowd a little bit here, but tires are such like an overlooked thing. Like when you go and you go and you buy a car, whether it's used car or new car, nobody gets on their hands and knees and goes, Man, I really wonder what tires are on this thing. <laughs> nobody does it. It's something right. you do later. You know, when you buy a set of wheels or, you know, you kind of, uh, uh, or the, or you wear the tires out, you're like, what's that sound? And you go under there and the, there's like feathers growing out of the tires, right? They're all yeah, just, and, they're just wasted. And then you go, okay, what kind of tires I do? Are, am I going to get? And you sit there and you go on, you know, you all go on tire rack and you're sites. scrolling through everything and trying to, you know, which is something, which is crazy because when you bought the car in the first place, you're like, I don't care. I'm just going to buy whatever. It just doesn't matter. It's, it's on there already. It's good. I'll wear it out. And then when you have to replace it, all of a sudden you care a lot. It's weird. <laughs> Tires are the, the item on the car you don't think about until you have to. And by then it's usually too late. Uh, speaking of things that, that put tires to the test and maybe you actually had a chance to almost wear out some tires for once. Tell us what you did in uh, in Utah here a few weeks ago. Yeah, so this is the third annual Overcrest Rally. And so we uh, are based here in Minneapolis in the Midwest. And for the last couple of years, we've been bringing enthusiasts together to really kind of explore the roads right around our home. The Mississippi River Valley is very beautiful. And what we realized is people were kind of coming from all over the country to come to our rally and partake in this. So for this last year, we figured, well, why don't we do it on a national scale, we're going to pick our favorite place, the best driving roads in the country, and have everyone kind of converge there in the middle of nowhere, which happened to be the Utah desert. Yeah, which is somewhere that I had basically uh, scouted and explored over the course of four or five years of driving across the West. Uh, the, the Utah is a very special place and very rural. Everybody, based, unless you live in Utah, it's a day or two day or three day, four day drive for everyone. Right. So everyone that had to be there had to sacrifice something in order to get there, which made it very unique. Some people did yeah. have to sacrifice tires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, heard, yeah. Heard a couple of those stories. And you started in Mexican hat, Utah, because I guess the founders hadn't heard of the word sombrero. No, there yeah. is a funny story on that that I had to get to the bottom of. Okay. So it was a... Because um, it's ironically, I'm like, why don't they just call it sombrero? Right. Why is it called Mexican hat? That's so dumb. Right. So it was actually founded as kind of a silver mining town in the late 1800s. And the guy that kind of first plotted the area couldn't spell sombrero. He literally didn't know how to spell sombrero. And there's this big upside down rock formation that looks like an upside down sombrero. Uh-huh. So he's like, well, Mexican hat. And the name stuck. So that's Mexican Hat, which is one gas station, one restaurant, and a couple hotels. Yeah, it's very, very small. There's not much there. No. I think it's hot dogs at the 7-Eleven. You know what is there is some of the best driving roads in the country. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely Monument Valley is right there, and more films have been filmed in Monument Valley as a singular place than any other movie ever. Monument Valley is very special. Um, You've got Burr Trail. You've got the Mokey Dugway, both which are extremely scenic 
somewhat dangerous roads. If you go, I would call them technical. Uh, I would call them dangerous because if you go, <laughs> technically, technically they're dangerous. Can we just right, say that? Go. You go off, you're dead. Right. I mean, there's no guardrails. It's you know hundreds of feet to the ground, like a, maybe eight hundred, a thousand feet. You're going. You ever see that thing on Pikes Peak where that guy drives off the edge of the cliff? Right. You know that famous clip of the evil driving off? Yeah. You do that in a lot of these places, that's you. Yeah. Or worse, because it's straight down. It's not a hill. So they are very, very dangerous, especially the the bird trail switchbacks are extremely dangerous. But like I said, absolutely beautiful. Did you so, do the bird trail switchbacks? I didn't get to. No, because I was leading this other crew on the third route. So we have multiple routes to choose from, some which include gravel, some which are only paved roads. Um, and we did a two-day event out there in Utah. The first day, we made it from Mexican Hat through all these scenic roads up to Escalante, Utah. Yep. We had a cool hangout there. And then from Escalante, we made it up to Mount Pleasant, yep. which is a awesome named town. I Googled there's Mount Pleasants in like just about every state. Yeah, why not? It sounds like it's a nice name. <laughs> so the nice thing about Utah driving out there is you have a bunch of different biomes. Right. I mean, you've got you've got low desert, you've got high desert, you've got pine trees, aspens, mountains. It, there's the huge range of topography and biomes there. So the rally went through all kinds of different um, scenery, which was great for everyone. It was like a it was like watching a movie that was continually evolving. It was great. And apparently guys would have needed snow tires had we done this a week later. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, like, wow. Right after we left. Yep, yep. That's always the danger of late September. But, you know, I've gotten stuck in snow. I got stuck on Red Mountain at that time of year, which is in Colorado on my way back from California at one point. And it was like freezing rain and slush. And I'm like, man, this is sketchy. I'm like following a snowplow in my 911. This is the point of the the interview where I put in a plug for all weather tires, where when you get that unpredictable weather, you live in a place like Utah. I mean, you guys are up in Minnesota. You need you need the winter tires. But if you're in a place like Utah and you get that that unpredictable winter weather, you're good. Four season driving solution. Uh, you heard Jason, uh, you guys listening, heard Jason talk about him in our interview just uh, just a few minutes ago. So so that that kind of brings me to my next question. You know, we are known, especially in places like Minnesota, as the inventor of the winter tire. Right. Uh, we believe, we know that we are much more than that. Uh, but what is it that, that kind of compelled you guys to reach out to us, the inventor of the winter tire, to sponsor an event that was in a place in, in a time of year when there wasn't really supposed to be at least any snow and you're in the middle of the desert? And uh, what, what is it that, that inspired you guys to to want to talk to us about that? Well, Wes, as you recall, a couple of years ago, we actually had you on our show because we talked about basically the invention of the winter tire and Nokian and the Hakapolita and everything that went along with it. Or as we could call it here in Minnesota, they're just Hakas. Just yeah. Hakas? Hey, <laughs> anytime we can have somebody use our names as shorthand because we're that popular, that those are our people. We're good with that. Yeah, we do, here we do we do ice racing. Um, I've had I've had little pizza cutter hakas on many different vehicles. I've had them on front wheel drive old Volkswagen Rabbits, where I will take off from a stoplight faster than the guy with all season tires on his Audi Quattro. Oh, oh yeah. of course, it's so in Actually, my mind. Volkswagen did the old advertisement with the rabbit, where it was like how the snowplow driver gets to work. Yeah, and it's Remember got that? a rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, anyways, Wes, it really came down to the relationship that we had formed with you guys. And we love your tires and it made such a good fit. Love the tires, love the enthusiasm, love the the desire to participate in something like this. Just the fact that you're willing to come on the podcast and then participate in the rally says a lot about the company too. It does. 
Well, you guys are awesome and do such a great job creating the kind of conversation that we like to create uh, in our in our channels as well. Uh, so, so getting deeper into that, then, what do you think the average gearhead's perception is of Nokian tires? And at this rally, when people saw that we were a sponsor, um, a little inside baseball here, I was planning to go, was not able to make the trip where I would be able to have some observations of my own here. Still a little heartbroken on that one. Um, but but, but, what was the conversation around Nokian at the event? And what do you think the kind of the average auto enthusiasts perception is of of our brand well i did have to play uh brand ambassador in lieu of you not being there a little thank bit. you your commission's so coming <laughs> is that <laughs> nice hey i talked about nokia a lot too. <laughs> no, but what i was gonna say wes is i did get a lot of people and i'm sure you and your dealer network have run into this saying oh nokia and yeah they they make the winter tires right mm -hmm. And I go, well, yeah, but they also make a whole bunch of other tires. Oh, okay. So after I kind of described that, they go, oh, yeah, that's really cool. And then, you know, having the name recognition, they, I'm sure, went home and took a look at you guys. But as far as I think perception overall, to answer your question, I think Nokian is first and foremost known as the winter tire. And I guess it's, it's good to be known what you're known for. But I think it's cool that you guys are starting to expand out into other things. Yeah, that's the goal. And the goal is to use that that winter innovation and the word innovation rather than the word winter as the as the axis on which to pivot, right? That, that if we can design these winter tires in the toughest conditions, why can't we design all season tires for the toughest conditions? You know, it's it's about those extremes, that innovation. So, um, yeah, thank you for being our spokespeople. We'll, we'll send you, you both a little commission here. Um, it'll be maybe a little meager and modest, but uh, hey, do you like keychains or sunglasses? We got plenty of those. Um, so uh, did the event go as you guys expected? I can only imagine you're, you've got probably a lot of dreams about this event and a lot of nightmares about sending a lot of people loose in the desert up switchbacks and the gravel in the middle of nowhere with maybe no cell phone coverage. How did it go uh, compared to your expectations? Any crazy stories you want to share? Yeah, it was, you know, when we first started doing this, the, you know, I had the dream, right? I was just like, oh, I want to go to Utah. It's, it's, it's my favorite place. It's really beautiful. And Jake's like, I don't know. That's really out there. Yeah. <laughs> really out there. I don't know that. Oh, is anybody going to show up? He, and then he's the vision guy, and I'm more practical. Like, all right, think of the logistics here. We yeah. got a plan for X, Y, Z. We got to get all the people together. It's true. And it's, yeah, it, it seemed like a really big. It was a big thing. ask of people, and right. we so we didn't know. We didn't know. We wanted. We put this thing out there. We built this. We built this brand and this idea and this concept around like something that already existed. With you know, the you know, Overcrest is all about exploring. We talk about it all the time. It's kind of an undercurrent in everything we do. Is exploring with the car. You know, just experiencing new things. So, okay, Utah would be really great for that. But we never really knew. Obviously, we got a lot of applications and people said they were going to come and they gave us money and blah, 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 blah. And then you're still wondering, are they going to come? Right? You're still wondering about it. <laughs> sure. And we were in Monument Valley, which is basically it's this huge flat plain with something called all these cliffs and monoclines that climb up out of the desert. There's just these massive buttes just to sit there and they're flat on the top. And you would have seen it in like- uh, Every single Western ever. Yeah, yeah, vanishing point to Forrest Gump, right? They're all, it's all there. That's, you know, it's where it's where Forrest Gump goes, I don't want to walk anymore. And he just stops walking. That's that's Monument <laughs> Valley. Anyway, so we're standing there at, the, at this airport at uh, Golding's Resort, which is this little place right in the middle of Monument Valley, right at the edge, at, I'm sorry, of Monument Valley. And we're just where we're meeting everybody, and we're standing there. It's four thirty in the morning. It's pitch dark. You know, there's there's no clou there's clouds in the sky, so there's no stars. It's just black. We're just like, okay. We told people to be here at six thirty, so we're we're just like sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. 
And then all of a sudden you start to see this twinkling on the horizon, maybe five or six miles away. Cause it's very flat. It's extremely flat other than these buttes that are out there. And you see one twinkling headlight and then you see another one and another and another and another and another. And pretty soon the whole horizon for miles and miles is headlights of people that are driving. And then the sun is starting to come up and the, and the gradient from the blue to the black. And then all of a sudden it's pink and then it's orange. And these headlights are streaming across the desert. And all of them were like, Oh my God, they're coming. They, they, they believe, right? They believe. And then they believe in what we believe in and they want to participate in what we believe in. And it's here, it's now it's happening and they came. So it's like this realization of this dream, seeing it like come to fruition. That was probably my favorite part of the entire rally was seeing that realization of people get it. And I can't wait to show them how right they are. <laughs> And you can plan all the different routes. You can plan for contingencies. You can plan for people to get your food, all the places for them to stay. What you can't ever plan for is the atmosphere that's created by the people. Mm -hmm. and that went above and beyond any of our expectations. Good. It seemed like the people that were willing to trek across the country to come to an event like this were the right people and the people who are really authentic and get it and want to drive for the right. sake of driving. And so it was really cool, just the atmosphere of the whole event. That's great. And, you know, um, based on just where our society has been for the last year and a half, I've been sitting in a, in a relatively um, poorly lit room writing and planning for a year and a half, as so many of us have been, you know. Um, lighting, lighting looks good. I mean, it's, 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 it's middle of the day here. So, yeah, it's coming in. It's coming in nice. Uh, but it had to be so gratifying for you as it is for us to sit down and get in the same room or the same vehicle. Some of these people that have followed you guys for a long time um, to, to put a face with an idea and, and with a voice had to be just an incredible moment. Something I can't wait to get back and do with, with our dealers, with folks listening here, many of whom uh, we've developed close relationships with our sales teams back on the road. I've not been yet. Uh, had to be really gratifying to, to have that interaction. You mentioned that camaraderie. And now moving forward, right? You've got followers and enthusiasts, but but they're friends. Yeah, it's like, human beings are are tribal by nature, and I think we all gravitate to like mind. And I don't know, I wouldn't, call, I don't know that I would call this a tribe necessarily, but I think that we always try to coalesce around people that believe in what we believe in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very, very natural. And and not being able to do that for a period of time is really stressful on human beings in general. So being able to come together again like that, I think was really cathartic for a lot of people. Man, that's awesome. Okay, so for my last question, I like to ask our guests to do my job for me, and then I take the best uh -huh. of what they say, and I, I just do that without often giving them credit. So thanks in advance. Perfect. Um, <laughs> you guys speak to a segment of the audience that is, is not the largest market segment in the entire world, but it is one that talks, that evangelizes, that spreads the word about vehicles primarily, but also ideally if they find the right tire, perhaps about the tires too and the way they perform. What do you want tire dealers to know about this tire segment you know so well, the, the gearhead, the passionate driver, and how they can effectively tell the Nokian tire story to that group of people? Yeah, what, when I think of Nokian Tire, and we had an Audi RS4 with a set of the Hakapolitas on it uh, a couple years ago. And what I loved about that car and what I think of the mental image when I think of Nokian is like drifting around in the snow on these cars that give you enough grip to drive 
actually enthusiastically, even in like six inches of snow, right? So being the enthusiast and coming together with a tire that's designed for that environment, I mean, that's what really where, <laughs> you ready for this pun? Where the rubber meets the road, Chris. Oh. <laughs> so don't take this one. You don't want to use this one. It's already been used before. You can't, you can't use that. It's rubber meets the road. I don't think that's a good marketing no, tool. No, it's not. No, it's no. not going to get much traction. No, no. Oh! <laughs> uh, well, guys, thank you. Uh, terrible puns aside, great conversation, and thanks for not only spending time with us today, but for all you do to 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 tell stories of passionate driving to your audience. And uh, again, can't wait to to hopefully join you guys next year. Uh, you won't tell me where where the next rally might be located. That's okay. I'll wait for that news. Excited about it uh, to see where that ends up. And and thanks for partnering with us on this. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. for being a part of what we do too. It it says a lot about your company that you're willing to participate in events like this and and support the base and the foundation of you know a lot of I'm sure a lot of innovation from a lot of tire companies come from enthusiast based driving whether it's on the track or on the road. So it, it's good that uh, to participate in the grassroots stuff. It's it's great. It shows well on Nokia. Great stuff, guys. Start, thanks right. again. You got it. Take, Take care. care. It was so fun to catch up with those guys. If you've not given Overcrest a follow uh, on your favorite podcast feed, then, then do so. Obviously, if you're listening to us, you're probably a, a regular podcast listener. And uh, it's worth your time as they get into all things Porsche or Porsche. Sorry, you can tell I'm not the Porsche gearhead they are. Um, and many other topics as well um, on, on the road toward better driving. You'll really enjoy listening to that show, and we hope you enjoyed that interview. We'll quickly glance at the road ahead, and there's not much that we can tell you right now, but there's a lot we want to tell you soon as we are preparing for a busy 2022, and we have big news on multiple fronts coming up in the coming months. So keep your eyes and ears tuned in. Keep your ears listening to the Journey podcast for more. Uh, we'll also reach you on our dealer services portal and via email. So if you've not signed up for the dealer services newsletter, be sure to do that as we send you uh, notes a couple of times each month with key updates from Nokia and Tires and across the industry. But thank you so much for listening to us today. Hope you enjoyed our chats with Jason and then with the Overcrest crew. We'll be back next month with another episode of the Nokia and Tires Journey podcast. Until then, I'm Wes Bowling. So long. Nokia and Tires is a global tire manufacturer passionate about providing drivers and dealers with peace of mind in all conditions. We're committed to crafting safe, sustainable, premium tire products that lead the industry in innovation. And this podcast is just one of many ways we're striving to be a close partner to you. If you have any feedback or ideas for the show, don't hesitate to reach out. My email address is west.bowling, that's B-O-L-I-N-G, at Nokia and Tires with a Y.com. Until next time, keep on rolling.